You ready? <laughs> yes, I am. Welcome to Death Readers. I'm Doug. I'm Rob. This is episode 26, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. If you're, this is your first time tuning into Death Readers. This is the podcast where we read through the Harry Potter book series. This is my first time reading through the books. I have seen the movies. Rob's read through them a lot of times. And so many, he's so here many. to help guide me and you through the process of reading it. And maybe himself. And maybe learn a little on the way. <laughs> we would like to recommend that if you are reading along, the, that you read along because it, it'll help with what we're talking about. We, we like to go through these chapters, chapter by chapter, page by page, sort of. At least for our notes, so we'll be reading in uh, ascending order. The, the the examining the chapters yeah, in ascending examining order. the chapters in or the pages in ascending order, and we're not always going to go beat by beat, story point by story point. We're going to go with the things that catch our attention as they catch our attention. That would be probably a lot easier to follow if you are also reading the book, mm-hmm. because sometimes you're gonna we're gonna say something that is totally out of context unless you're reading it. It's kind of an in thing because we both have read these chapters recently and we don't need to just be going, oh, right here it says this exactly this way. That made me think this. So, uh, But if you've read along, it might also be easier for you to get that uh, inference uh, at the time we're making it. So uh, that being said, I don't think we have any housekeeping. I think we handled a lot of housekeeping in the last episode. Oh, here's housekeeping. Sorry for missing a week, but we're back. We're ready yes. to go. Um, and so I say just we just get into it. What's your first page number? Uh, 340. 338. Ah, okay. Here, she chapter, makes, chapter 20. The first task. Uh, 338. She, I have two notes on 338. So don't she being J.K. Rowling. Yeah, but I have three, two notes, so don't get ahead of me. Okay. First one, she, she, uh, J.K. writes here that dragons are difficult to slay because of ancient magic imbued into their hides. That seems like unnecessary explanation for why dragons are tough. <laughs> They're fucking dragons. Isn't that enough? They're enormous lizard beasts that fly and have armor and breathe fucking fire. Like, I don't need to hear, they have magic in their hides. That seems unnecessary. Uh, I mean... Unless it comes into play later in some cool-ass way. Other than people having dragon skin boots? Are they somehow... Do they have an extra imbuity of magic? If they do, it's not ever talked about. Oh, yeah, I didn't think so. It seems dumb. It just seems unnecessary. Is it one of those things that Hermione says in an offhand way because she's no, just I, a font I, of knowledge? I'm pretty sure that it's McGonagall. I don't remember who says it exactly, but it's no. not it's not Hermione. Um, I don't think, but it just seems unnecessary, and that's weird. It, it is. It As, is especially because in extra. later in a, the next chapter, I think, or at least the, in one of these few, uh, preceding chapters, they're feeding the uh, Scroots dragon liver. Yeah. And so you'd have to extract it somehow. Oh, you can. They're just difficult to. It just seems like maybe why? Like why is that the I mean, food you have if to you, feed the screws? I mean, you can also accio liver. Ugh, that's the thing that I would imagine is a dangerous thing to do. Also, if that was a thing you could do, why wouldn't they? That's just how, why would you ever? I feel like there's a lot of. I mean, if Kadabra. we want to jump ahead, why isn't there an accio golden egg? We're done. Yes. I mean, there's a lot. Of, my yes. first note in this is that whole kind of. How she ignores magic. We'll get to that. We'll get to that. You have a secondary. Um, My second note is on page 338. I know that the men who love dragons too much, I know that it cannot be a a book about famous dragon fuckers. (laughs) I know that. I know that it isn't that. But it sure sounds like that. (laughs) And uh, it just makes me feel like there's... Great face work. It just makes me feel like I am... uh, 
I, I just want to know exactly what... She, why couldn't she come up with a cleaner title? Like, why couldn't she come up with a title that was less entendre? I was, I was focused on that. Isn't there, isn't there a book? Because I know that, that that style of title gets used a lot. Wasn't there originally a real book called Men Who Hate Women and the Women Who Love Them? Something I don't know. Like that. I don't know. That doesn't I sound... feel like it's a, it's a throwback to that. And so that's just kind of sort of a, a, a lazy book title joke. <sighs> but yeah, it does kind of make you think there's a dark CD, ancient magic underbelly. Well, I mean, the underbelly is just right above where you go. So, wow. If you want to get really weird about it. I didn't. It, I'd say I didn't. I want to get so weird. Just, just, just weirder. weird enough. Let's do someone weird. Eddie Murphy. Okay. Dragon fucker. Mm-hmm. Oh, damn. I was so confused and then it fell into place. Yeah. There, there's, you know, what I'm saying is it sounds like there's already evidence for children being introduced in their media to interspecies dragon love through Shrek. Crypto bestiality. Oh, crypto bestiality. Gross. <laughs> nice. Cry, so much worse. Cry wilderness indeed. Oh, Lord. Paul. <laughs> Please don't shout back. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. it. Just... Uh, that's I have three forty three after that. So okay, three forty. Um, but along the same lines of ignoring magic when it's convenient. Oh, not not crypto bestiality. No, no. Okay. Uh, Harry, magic open magic's open Cedric's bag. Magic's open Cedric's yes, bag. Yes, yes. And Cedric manually picks everything up. Right. The fuck. I mean, it, it, it's it just. It, it, you can use magic. Are you going to pick up all your pens and ink? wells and books and shit or go flippity flappity into my bag yeah reparo no fuck that slippity flappity now because that's how much she doesn't care I don't care yeah but I mean I, I care because I knew that one spell <laughs> congratulations baggy old reparo and then it fixes itself mm-hmm. I mean I just yeah. I, I agree it's 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 such a little nitpick, but also I mean, I'll, indicative of her entire approach, especially yes. with the couldn't you Accio the egg? Couldn't right, you? Right. Well, this is the problem with writing a story about magic is stories have to have conflict, and magic removes all fucking conflict because or you don't need you, to have. Pro- that's what magic does. You true. It solves you, you problems can, easily. You can impose your rules, but then you're flighty about when you use them. Agreed. That's or then it. you you retcon yourself yes. to be like. Well, the elf magic is different because I didn't want to spend any more time thinking of a new reason because I'm so fucking rich now. Yeah, I... I'm also on 343, so why don't you go ahead? They reference the trunk. Moody references his trunk. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I just yeah. want... I, I, I noticed it because I saw the movie. He references the trunk. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just that's, that's my note for 343. Also, yeah. 343, also Moody, uh, his faux glass. For some reason, it always seems like it's a pun... It seems like it's presented like a pun, but I can never... Faux glass? Are you talking about his eye? No, no, no. The, the, the dark detective that looks like oh, a mirror. Oh, yeah, yes, 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 yes. And he sees his faux shadow. Faux F-O-E, glass. F-O-E, not F-A-U-X. Right, right. Yes. But but the way it's a faux glass, I'm like, I always want to... Is there something I'm missing there? Do you... Because it, it feels like it's... Uh, they've capitalized it. They're saying, this is my faux glass. But the way she always makes everything a pun... Oh, I don't see the pun. I think I know why he has it, but I don't. I mean, sure, and I understand sure. who. In this sense, I understand I, who I, his I mean, foes are. I mean, on her level of. No, I think writing. it was just it's nothing. Just it's just. I don't glass so. TM. Okay. I don't think. I mean, and like I said, unless there's she's trying to make a pun somehow on F A U X. It's just sitting there in the middle. of the, But even that, what's faux glass? 
There's not a um, thing. Like false glass? Yeah, I don't no, know. that's I mean, not a thing. It, I mean, I'm sure it is, but I don't think it's one. You can have false glass that you could right. refer to as faux glass, but it's not something known across the board. Yes. You're, I, that's, yeah, that's what I was saying. Yes. So, so it just always catches my eye in the middle of the page there. Like, I mean more. Yeah, yeah. Find, figure out my secrets. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't, so you're useless, I don't too. There is. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yep, that's, that's how I want to think about it. 353? 344. I don't even know if this... When, he, when, when, when he's trying to tell Harry he's got abilities that can get him the egg. And Harry's like, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I yeah, can't yeah. do it. He's like, excuse me, you've got strength. Right. Or strengths if I say you do. I'm like, I want to be complimented by my enemy. There's well, just he's not his enemy, though. I mean... Well, yeah, this, I did write a little spoiler on here, so this is a spoiler. But <laughs> there's something more honest about the person who's trying to kill you giving you a compliment than, you mm. know, a yes. friend. Yes, like if Moriarty says, you you were a crafty devil, Holmes, or yeah. something like that, and you're yeah. like, he's like, of course that, you know... Yeah, because you, you, you can't believe your friends. They just fucking want you to feel better. Right. They love you, weaklings. <laughs> you always have this... Way of cutting right to the center of my black Voldemort like heart. I'm like, oh yeah, that's a bad thing. That it's not well, it's for well, the puns. At least at least when I cut to your black Voldemort like heart, I don't feed feed it to Scroots. That's true. I don't. You leave it. Three fifty three, what do you have? Three thirty six. What? Three thirty six? That can't be right. <laughs> I mean what's it say? Uh Probably 356. All right, I'll go with mine then. Okay. Uh, 353 is... Oh, uh, okay. I'm not a wizard. No. No, not a wizard. But it seems to me that when you're a wizard mm-hmm. and you're face-to-face with a dragon, casting the spell Accio Firebolt yeah. when the dragon's in your face yeah. seems like you might be playing with fire. Oh, um, you literally are. Yeah. I feel like there is a little bit of a space because the da- dragon is trying to hover over its eggs and Harry's back by the entrance to the enclosure. And so it's probably just marking him and watching him. What I'm saying is if you, if you, yeah, but if you said to a dragon, oh. Accio Firebolt, why wouldn't it just breathe fire on you right away? Yeah, no, that makes like, I see. What, I see what you're. I thought you meant just standing. The stand. The act of standing there. No, the I'm saying fire. they can breathe he's fire. Summoning the fire. You can summon. Could he's, you summon he's the, bringing fi- the fire? Yeah. Could you bring the heat right from the dragon's face into your face and kill yourself with Accio Firebolt? I think he could. I, I think, think that's. Well, uh, I think the one trick is that no one ever refers to dragon fire breath as bolt. True, um, but I mean, what? What if the spell stopped listening after fire? Yeah, just Accio Fire. Or you paused. Accio fire bow. Oh, Accio fire bow. No. Yeah, you suddenly you suddenly start retracting because you realize the error in your ways because you're about to be barbecued. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that was my note there. Is it just seemed like pretty risky for Mr. Potter. I have three fifty-seven. I've got three something six. All right, you can go with that one then. Ron. Yeah. What about him? Comes back to Harry. Yes. This is this. This is the right moment okay. for that. He's groveling. A little bit. It reminds me of Bonacera groveling in front of Don Corleone at the beginning oh. of The Godfather. Yeah. And Don Corleone having to be like, you don't even, you don't even call me Godfather. What's in it for me? You're calling on me. <laughs> on this the day of my first trial. Make them suffer. As she suffered. <laughs> um, 
Uh, but yeah, it just it just seems like he's. I didn't think it as groveling. I took it more as like he he was shook awake. He he. Uh... Oh, no, no 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 no! I'm sorry. Well, however you want to see it. Clearly groveling. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's my note is more about Harry. I'm not sure yet. That's mm. not how I took what Kiss Harry said ring. either. I didn't... Kiss my ring, Weasley. That's not how I took it, and I would be the one to take Harry harshly. <laughs> but that that is not justice. <laughs> the daughter's still alive. Um, I I took Harry as just being like he, they all they both realized at the same moment that all of this spat isn't worth it, and they just want to be done with it. And I feel like that's very much how boys fight. Boys hold grudges. <laughs> Babies hold grudges. <laughs> Shut up. I'm going to hold a grudge. All right, what's your next note? Um, the dragon doesn't break loose and chase him. Isn't that no, what happens? No, that's, that's totally what they amped up for the movie. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I just wanted to confirm because I was expecting that. And then it's like, he gingerly sits down and like has the egg and everyone's fine. And I was like, I was really expecting him to chase him. All right. I'm fine with that, I guess. It just was... Okay. You know, in retrospect, I think I was imagining the dragon as the Shrek dragon. Hmm. When you read it? But colored like Maleficent. Hmm. Yeah. Isn't that funny? That's all I have for that chapter. Me too. Uh, so we're moving on to chapter 21. The House Elf Liberation Front. I don't have a lot of notes, but I figured you'd have some things to say. I have a couple. I have 367. So you know how uh, house elves need to be given clothing in order to be set free? Yeah. And, and you know how, like, house elves cook all the food at Hogwarts? Yeah. So does that mean that all the food at Hogwarts is prepared by naked slaves. Naked, wrinkly slaves. In a hot kitchen, sweating. Well, what did fucking L. James write this book? <laughs> That's my third shitting on an English author in this podcast. Oh, E.L. James uh, British? I think so, yeah. Oh, okay. Sucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Having never read it. Wait, wait. So, are you maintaining that all English authors suck? No, I just I was trying to. Go you were on slamming the... on Dickens earlier. I know. I was not slamming on the Dickens earlier, but I was saying. You're banging the Dickens out yeah, of Dickens. Yeah, just, just stuffing. <laughs> I was, I was just, I was bringing that around for a third because it's you know they they come in threes. So sure. Sure. Trying to hit a third. You hate. Would you like me hate... to explain this joke to you more? <laughs> Please. <laughs> Um, but no, I, 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 without wanting to get too graphic. So the answer is yes. They are naked slaves. Oh, yeah. No, they're totally naked. I just think they're going to be super smelly, too. Because I'm thinking about it. Because they got that hot, roaring fire all day. It feels like a really creepy kink to write this into a kid's book and be like, yeah, and then the children eat it. <laughs> I mean, because they're basically like the texture of a naked mole rat. Yeah. But they're hot and sweaty all day, too. Yeah. And they don't it's clammy to, in there. There's not a lot of ventilation. They don't seem to probably wear gloves when they cook. No, no. Because being time, given being given the glove would mean that they'd be free, right? Every, yep. So if, even if they were given sanitary gloves, like plastic gloves, to be to be thrown away. Yeah. Their clothing. That's, that's clothing. They would be clothed. Yeah, and that means that they would be free. Every time Ron digs into something with gusto, Ugh. a a mostly naked, sweaty. Hairless elf has been rubbed all over that. Don't forget slave, because that's the worst part of all of it. But just after the slave, the gross. Slaves who this story insists want to be treated this way. (sighs) 
Is there some responsibility on Dumbledore's part to free and or pay them? Or is he just like, I'm not dealing with it? Well, I mean, later they talk about it. They, they talk do. about how he offers more, but it's like it's like elfish pride to be fucking enslaved. <laughs> right, right. But, I mean, for even the ones who don't, Dumbledore just kind of does sit back and enjoy and the food. And lets them be slaves. Yeah. yeah, he totally does. It's a fucked up part of this world, and I really don't like it. I don't know why it's part of this stories. Like, and that's that's basically my overview for the chapter is, like, I don't understand what this is doing here. You would you have to kind of look at the if you if you pull back, this has got to be running through their entire culture, economy, world yes, yes. system. Yeah, you can't disrupt it without bringing the whole thing down. I don't think that's true, because they've clearly well, employed... bringing bringing the whole thing down as you know, as they know it. But even that, I don't necessarily agree with, because they have in, they've in, they've employed ghosts. So you could argue that there's probably an infinite number of employable like labor that isn't doing anything else. I don't know. The ghost is just really reciting stuff from memory. The he, I don't know if I, things, can ghosts it? can ghosts touch things? I feel like they can. Because I think we've had this issue before. Ghosts, yeah, we've totally have to talked about this. Persuade Peeves to move things, but I don't know if the ghosts no, themselves remember, can they, do it. Oh yeah, you're right. Peeves is the one that always because he's a poltergeist. He's solid. The ghost of the party went through the table. No, we do know this. Okay. We do know this. Myrtle in the water. We talked about this. Does the water splash in the book? Or is it only in the movie? I think it's in the book. Hmm. Myrtle, eh? Yeah. Because the book goes through her head. Or is that where the The book goes through her head. Yeah, doesn't it? Yeah. And it splashes not, not in the, the toilet. Not the other way around. I thought that she dove into the fucking toilet and splashed. She does in the movie. Fuck. I don't remember if it happens in the book. We have definitely talked about this. Sure, sure. Eh, I guess. Let's say they have some small I think it's sim like, wheat yeah. pushing the can amount of ghostly corporealness. Right. Even then, they couldn't prepare a feast. I don't know, man. Not without the, that tasty elf sweat. Then maybe they should be paying goblins to do it. That elf <laughs> like, sweat is what makes the food really sing. Every time I think about them, the elves preparing food and them being filthy and gross, I think about uh, the goblins from Lord of the Rings in the, the movies where they're like you know just where the, the, the one in Two Towers where they're like meet on the menu tonight boys <laughs> that's the line and it's just like those kind of goblins like where they're always just trying to eat things right. that are ugh they just look horrible and like gross and they're always covered in some sort of black slime or some shit <laughs> well that's how I imagine the, the or like that mixed with <laughs> this is so fucked up because I think this is kind of where she's going it's like that mixed with the Irish uh, engine workers from Titanic. Right. Yeah, that's uh, that sounds about right. Yeah. Ugh. Just awful. Just awful, sweaty, gross. Just the worst. So those that's what the children eat. Yeah. Everyone. Yeah, that's what, what the children eat. Everyone sups from those hands. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it feels gross. It's like turning the light on your kitchen and seeing cockroaches scutter. I was gonna say hundreds of hairless rats. Scutter, oh, interesting. Scutter. But but instead of scutter away, they scutter towards you and then offer you tea. Oh, I'm really not liking these house elves anymore. Yeah, it's awful. It's really, really fucking bad. And then, like, even when she tries to... it Again, I know we've talked about this, but there's part of it that... Maybe it's just being from the United States, but there's a part of it that feels like jazz singer-ish. Like, there's a part of it that feels like, you know, like... The, when Dobby dresses up, mm-hmm. when Dobby finds clothes, or when even when the other one, what's her name? Uh, the Winky. Winky. When Winky is clothed, it feels like she's 
putting a, like a commentary on like, oh, you know, because when slaves uh, would, after slavery, there was no like path to sort of assimilation into not into free culture, if you will. So like they, you know, it's almost like she's saying like that's why they're like this. It's almost like she's saying this is the story about how. When, when, you know, uh, when someone's enslaved, they should just stay enslaved. Right. It's, it's, that's what it sounds like. Because look at how hard it is for them to not be enslaved. They should just stay enslaved. And then every character is like, tacitly endorses that. Except Hermione. Right. That, I just don't know what I'm supposed to take out of this. Maybe she's had experience being the Hermione in some situation where she's been against some entrenched injustice of some sort. And this is the ill-chosen metaphor she used to try to put that in her book. Yeah, it feels like... I, the, I, clearly, no, I, I, like I, don't, I don't think she was, you know, against slavery. Nobody was. You mean pro-slavery? You said against. Everybody's against. I'm, no, I'm saying I don't think there was a situation where oh, she was okay. against yes, slavery. Understand. And, and, and people around her. Was. Right. Um, but I feel like there could have been, heck, maybe maybe a stupid policy at a, at a menial job she had. Right. Or, and she's like, or, this is stupid. We should just change it. It would be, right. or, or something or, in government or happens Or could be literally day. anything. Yeah. yeah. But, but like, it still feels like you could make a much more palatable comparison or metaphor yeah, to that than slavery. slavery. Where it's kind of across the board shouldn't be done. Yeah. Or at least put it in a world that's obviously more believably corrupt in that way. Right. Like, this is a fanciful rolled doll-esque magic world. Right. It's hard to... It's even kind of a fanciful rolled doll-esque slavery. It, it is. It is. And that's fucking it's gross. It's Yeah, it is Oompa-loompish. Oh. They're making your chocolates. It's, it's but at least they had clothes. And they're all small and short. It's just, it's just gross. I just don't like it. I don't know why it's here. Right. I don't know why it's here, and I don't know why I've never heard anyone talk about it before reading it. That's, that's interesting. That that's, blows my fucking mind. Because it kind of came to you unawares. Yeah. Other than when I was dropping hints back yeah. in book two. Yeah, but still, like, I knew that Dobby was a servant. I don't think they call him a slave. I think, I think we talked about it being slavery, and, I'm, and you're like, this isn't talked about? I'm like, oh, it's talked about in book no, four. No, no, I mean in the it's movies. Not, oh. I don't think they're called slaves in the movies. I think they're, I, maybe they are, but I don't remember it. I don't remember if it's He does, because he says, because Harry's like, why do you wear that thing, Dobby? And he's like, tis the mark of a house elf's enslavement, Harry Potter. They don't talk about that. It's, it's, they gloss the fuck over slavery in those movies. And in, and. You can kind of see why it was all dropped from the fourth movie. Yeah, I can, but I don't know why it's not dropped in the fucking book. <laughs> Why is it here? I don't get it. It's fucking mind-boggling. Um, and again, I've I'm never... trying really hard to think about why it might pay off, because you could just say Dobby came to work for the only paid group of you house could... elves in England, or he just came to Hogwarts to work. You could easily write it off by being like, "Oh no! Uh, once Dobby was freed, all the other house elves were like, oh, I want that,' and they do, but they fucking don't. Why?" It, it, her out was right there. Right. Her out was like he could have been house elf Spartacus. Exactly. And then she. And, but instead, he's you know, oh, just not. It's just fucking <laughs> not. And it's it's awful. And I don't. I just don't fucking get it. I don't understand it because I'm I'm trying real hard to think ahead. I'm like, is there any satisfying payoff to this? And there's not. I really don't think there is. If you introduce, they come back a lot. Right. I don't think there's a payoff to this specific approach if you introduce a slave in act one yeah it needs to be freed by it's got to go off by act three yeah. 
Check out Slave. Uh, okay, so that's the end of that, I guess. Just fucking pisses me off. 373. I have 368. Oh, yeah, please. This is 368. Harry references the... I don't remember the name of the, the Hungarian school. Bulgarian. Oh, Bulgarian, excuse me. Uh, Durmstrang. Durmstrang. Because we talked about yes, Strong yes. Durm. Yeah, I don't understand why they're... He, he references their ship in the uh, lake, <laughs> I guess. Is it a lake or is it a fucking thing to a sea? Because it's a ship. It shouldn't be in the fucking... I think we talked about this before, too. It's, but whatever. I believe I, I believe it's a big, massive lake. How does the ship get there? Oh, it's just magic. Fuck that shit. <laughs> I think... Um, I, way, I'm sure. I'm sure. That's not my problem. dove into the Black Sea and came up on their lake. Fucking whatever. Uh, fine. It was a blip-blop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> uh, that's not my issue here, okay. although that does bother me. Okay. My issue here is that Harry references looking at it, and he talks about having the sails are like, like the, how they look in the in this night sky, but that ship should be anchored off the shores of Hogwarts, and if your ship's anchored, you don't have your sails out. Magic. What? Magic. No, no. <laughs> it would pull. The no. wind sails exist so that the wind can push. Maybe the... these are these are you know like the solar collectors in in spacecraft. Maybe these are magic collectors. Taking all the no, extra... these are fucking bullshit collectors, is what they are, and they are chock full. <laughs> they they glisten black in the moonlight or <laughs> brown in the moonlight because they're so stupid and poopy. Oh, it makes me mad. <laughs> Put your goddamn sails down. <laughs> Sorry, Captain Doug. That's what I have for this chapter, except my overview. What is your note? <laughs> so, uh, 373. Okay. Victor's sure crumbing in the library a lot. Ew. I wasn't, I just meant like crumbing, like, like bumming Disgusting. around. Disgusting. It didn't. It's so gross. He's in the library a lot. That's He's the in point. the library. Yeah, using the internet. What? Well, he, it's Looking just at odd. porn. Okay, never mind. <laughs> 384. Uh, is Hogwarts food fattening? Didn't we talk about this? We have talked about this. How there's just magic fattening food. The cream cake into his mouth as they're leaving the elves thing. He eats a lot. I'm worried about Ron. I know that, uh, isn't there that sequence where Neville turns into a canary? Yeah. (laughs) I think there's magic no fat food out there. I mean, I, again, none of the, all the good characters would not get fat. That's true. That's true. Whatever it takes. Even if you have to go puke on moaning, moaning Myrtle to get it out. I'm on a cream cake now. I don't know where you're gonna get one. I don't either. Ever. I'm not even sure I've ever had one. What's a wait? What's right? a cream cake? I think it's like a like a bun filled with clotted cream. It's like a cream puff. Yeah, but clotted cream's way better than that fucking. What's clotted cream? Imagine the best parts of butter and whipped cream. Like they had a. Baby. Is that like the cream at like Golden Donuts? No, that's like a custard. No, no, they have a they have a. A cream, if you, uh, it's separate. They have a. I feel like not. I feel like it's still not. I'm not saying they you don't. Should, here's the thing. Go to Golden Donuts sometime. Oh, I hate Golden Donuts. Go to Golden Donuts sometime. Okay. I gotta go to Donuts. Get one of their triangles. The triangles always have the same filling in it. It's a filling I'm talking about. It's not custard. It's like a thick whipped cream. Hmm. Just, just get one, man. Maybe, maybe, maybe I will. Just get one and try it and be like and and. Just don't ask any more questions. Just get the fucking triangle. Say, I would like a triangle. And they'll say, would you like caramel or chocolate? And then you choose, and you get one. And that's the topping on the triangle? The, yeah, the topping is... Okay. is I don't want chocolate cream. No. I don't want caramel no, no, cream. No, no, no. It's just the topping. It's just a little bit of frosting on top. 
the filling is this filling. Yeah, is this thick cream. Very good. I it's what I like the most, but I also like custard, but this in, in terms of this stuff it's good. It's not the stuff you get at like Cars. All right. Or Fred Meyer. All right. What the else you unexpected got? task. No, I have No. I had an I overview. You said you were I Oh, you had uh, besides your overview which you hadn't done yet. No, I, I, I basically already done. It's just the same thing of like I don't know why slavery's here. So we already covered that. Um, all right, chapter twenty-two. The unexpected task. I have three ninety-four. Me too. Okay, uh, you go first. Why are school owls always a second resort? To what? Sending shit anywhere. Oh, to hey, can we borrow your owl? No. I guess we we'll use a school owl. Why didn't they just oh, go get the saying. fucking school owl? It, 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 it's uh, happened before too. Yeah, I don't know, man. That's it's weird. Question. Are they slower? Do they Do cost they? money? Do you have to pay to use a school owl Maybe. when you can borrow somebody else's owl for free? I, that's what I would write into it. It would make sense, but it's never. Every time Harry's used a school owl, he just walks up to it and is like, "You, hey, bird slave, it's you and me tonight. Let's go." Yeah, because they don't have a problem with slaves in this world no. anyway. Fuck this shit. Um, I don't know. It's a really good fucking question, and I. Uh, I but it, it, I mean, it feels like it comes back. To I the think whole... it's. I think it's to push those characters into the sequence so that they can have the lines they have. Right. That's why. To be like, why do you need an owl? Yeah, oh, there's who are you sending letters to? Here. Keep your nose to your own business. Oi, girl, me, you, dance. Okay, bye. I did like that part. I yes. did too. I like it in the movie better, but did did he ask her out in the movie? Yeah, same same exact thing happens in the movie. I don't remember that. He has a really good look. He has this really good like like <laughs> kind of look <laughs> on his face when he does it, <laughs> and it, you're you're supposed to like because the scene in like starts with Harry and Ron being real like disgruntled like never gonna happen it's so tough and then he comes in and he just swaggers his way through it and he's like fuck you guys I did it and they're like how did he do that it's they're, like magic they're wind cells they're what wind cells oh they're wizard incels wizard incels yeah gross <laughs> through my 394 yeah is that we finally get to my favorite part of this book which I have never read before um which is the beginnings of the Ron and Hermione lovers quarrel okay i just like this i like it a lot i really liked it in the movie i'm gonna i think i'm gonna enjoy it in the book i hope i really like hermione's like at this point we're four books in and she's like i yeah i'm a girl like i'm becoming a woman like uh fuck you for not noticing idiot <laughs> like like uh, yep yeah, other like other boys have taken note idiot yeah like maybe you should get off your ass idiot <laughs> like i really like that and I like how she's she doesn't like gr- like she's clear. I think she's supposed to be clearly interested in Ron at this point. Sure, but she does for whatever reason. For whatever reason, God damn, I've turned on Ron. He's terrible. Um, <sighs> he's not as bad as Harry, but he's awful. Um, well, no, because he's so milk toast. He's so he's just yeah. Everything I don't like about myself, I see in Ron. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, she doesn't like grovel to him like, oh, now you see me. Okay, we can go uh, to the dance together. She's like, no, I. I've moved on. Like, I'm, you lost your shot in this one, buddy. Eat crow. Like, <laughs> I'm moving on. Yeah. Uh, I really like that. I think that's great. It's very, it's powerful. It's strong. It, it, it's a lesson a lot of young boys, I think, need to learn. And, and hopefully a lot of them learned it through this book. Because there's not a lot of other lessons to learn. Slavery is good. <laughs> Ugh. Don't do this thing. You don't? The, the gist. Show me any time when it's written that it's not good. <laughs> No, I'm not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting there, what happened? Where am I? How did I get through this part of the conversation? That's not where I meant to be. <laughs> no. How would I? Any, any. Uh, yeah. And then uh, 
Jenny looking honestly like disappointed. Too. Yeah, yeah, that all that too. And now, well, the whole thing where she like stops. The line is, Jenny suddenly stops smiling. I think is the line that's written in the book when Harry mentions that he wants to ask out Cho. Right. Um. But then also, which I thought was kind of weird because she also talks about how she at this point already agreed to go out with Neville because she never thought anybody would ask her, let alone the guy she wants to ask her. Right. And then he um, does as, as as first of all throwaway. So that's gonna feel like shit. Like, I don't know you. How about you? And she's like, uh? And then... He didn't say that. Didn't Ron say that? Ron oh, Okay, said, sure, sure. Yeah. But still, it was an op. It was... It, it could it have was, for, It could have worked. Well, but yeah, but it was also... I didn't read it like that. I read it as more like she was even hurt anymore because she was like, oh, I'm a throwaway. I, well, yeah, I'm a throwaway. But also, there's got to be that little bit of self-reprehension that she still kind of wants it, even though it's a throwaway. Well, it's the same thing. And then still can't have it because... Right. Right, because she already said yes to Neville because she wouldn't have got to go at all. Yeah. And she just wanted to have a, a fun it's night. It's a double dose of the same fucking lesson. Yeah. Like, for both of those characters. But I also liked it when she turns on both of them. Yeah, totally. And she's just like, do you G- fucking laugh at this? This is why. Because yeah. they're both pathetic. Yeah. I also like that she, uh, this is finally Ginny getting some action. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I, what I mean by that is, <laughs> I is know what you mean, she please. gets things to do in, oh, no, that's not either. Uh, <laughs> Ginny has uh, lines to say. Yes. <laughs> Better character yeah. establishing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Four <laughs> books in, and she finally gets to speak. Yep. She finally gets to have, uh, you know, traits. Mm-hmm. Attitude. Yeah. She's not the silent blusher. What <laughs> mean? Yeah, you're right. She's like that for at least two books. Yeah. And one of those books she gets almost murdered. <laughs> That's also true. But she doesn't. She's the. She's a big... She important get... part of that fucking move or that story, and she is silent the entire time. She squeaks. Not good. No, not enough. No. Um, so yeah. The other, I, I, for whatever reason, didn't put the page number down. Fleur, Fleur, Diller. Sounds like a Tyler Perry uh, character. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it didn't spell. Fleur Diller. <laughs> Fleur Diller. Er, Magger. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Medea and the Goblet of Fire. <laughs> Tyler Perry presents. Boo! Medea and the Goblet of Fire. Uh, Fleur, uh, turning on the old charm for Roger Davies and Ron getting the accidental backlash, and that's why he embarrassed himself. Oh, I like that too, yeah. I didn't like that. I found it problematic. You do have a, seem to have a problematic thing for this whole her being part Vila, though. It just, it, 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 it sounds like she's... Coming up for with a reason for the argument of the boys couldn't help themselves. I think you're implying. I think you're pushing that on there. I, I don't know. I, I don't think I, that that's part of what she's trying to say. I think she's just describing it. Fleur a, wasn't paying attention to her power. It's not her fault. The guys keep asking her out and bothering her. I think she's trying to create a. Maybe I just don't like the concept of Vila. Probably, but she didn't invent it, so. That's uh, true too. But I think it's it's her trying to use the Vilas that are a pre-existing fantasy creature as a tool to uh, illustrate what could easily be perceived as the... Uh... Did I ever talk to you about must yet? So What is that word that you said? Must. <laughs> must? Yeah, I, like, I don't have a better way. I must go to the bathroom right sort, now. Sort of like that. It's this... Uh, it's like... Heat for elephants. Why don't they just call it heat for elephants? Because it's not what it's called. It's called must. Is it must? I think it's called must. Okay. Must it be? 
It's going to mess me up. I'm going to talk like this. It's not M-U-S-T. It's like M-U-T-H-T-S. Oh. I think. I think it's I think I think it's something like that. I don't know how it's spelled. I don't like the word. It's not an English word. So. I don't like the word in my mouth. It's well, dusty. Get it out of there. Yeah. Um, so like it is this licking a tomb. It's this condition where elephants go insane with lust. And what they do is they do it's, these It's lust. Yeah. They do these crazy things where they're like their temples leak this fluid and like they just they sort of get like dead-eyed and violent. And they, it's a, it's an observable thing that happens like semi regularly with certain elephants, and they'll go mad, and then they'll end up like, you, like their handlers just have to let them go, and they just they go off for a couple days, and then they come back, and they are fine. Like, does you this don't want to get in the their circus? fucking way. No, because I think a lot of those elephants get like, deglanded. Yep. Okay. So, but but with wild elephants or like, well, handlers and wild elephants. That's well, where I was getting lost. Well, I mean, more is like, uh, they're. Uh, Elephants that are used for things like, like, were used to be used for things like brush clearing. Okay. So you'd get like wild elephants. They're domesticated elephants, but they're to kept. a point. Yeah. But yeah. So that's a thing that happens in nature sure. with, with animals. And, and humans are animals. So I think that this is her way of demonstrating the thing that that kind of is like for young men when you go, ma- like, you just go stupid with, with horniness. And she's trying to. Use like the vela power to illustrate that sort of thing, which is Robin doing something that's not violent, not uh, illegal. He's just embarrassing himself because he's lost the rationale to know, ah, this is kind of a dumb way to do what I'm doing. I want to point something out right there. Okay. That I'm not too happy with. Okay. You said Rob. Oh. Well, that's not my fault. I think it entirely was your fault. I mean... Oh, I just turned on the charm? Rob and Ron... I just drew it out of you? I probably made that mistake more than once, completely unrelated to this scene, so there you go. I don't care for that at all. Well, maybe you shouldn't see so much of his milk toast in you. I think I think that's what you don't like. Is that you're like everyone else sees it too, don't they? You're all betrayers. I've got my faux glass and I can see all of you in it, clear as day. All of you bastards who turn against me. How does he take my interior monologue and make it into a bit? I don't get it. He'll never hear this part though. <laughs> um. Anyway, I think that's what she's doing with the vela. I don't. I think. I think it's. I think you're you're uh, projecting a little bit onto this idea of like it sounds like it's filling in the blanks for mm. justifying the boys will be boys kind of thing. Because I, I think that that's the awareness of that being a fallacy is a more modern thing. And this book is like twenty fucking years old or something. So um, I don't. So think, it's just a product of its time. No, I don't think that it was. A, I don't think the product that we're observing was part of its time then. I know. Um, uh, unlike slavery being bad. <laughs> Across the board, quite a while. Now. Yeah, that's been a long time. Um, can't you can't use the Costanza? Should I not have had slaves? Right, argument. right, right. Uh, so, so I I think that that's really where we're at with that, and uh, it's there. It is. Sorry. <laughs> the Vila's uh, like I like it because in, again, in this at least in this instance, nothing bad happens to anybody. Ron just gets embarrassed. It's not like people might fucking die like in the beginning of the book. Which she has no problem like putting in the book. Right. There's a lot of men who will do a lot of s- self harm 
for sex. And I mean, and I, I say that not as like to exclude the violence that happens against to be women, etc. Yeah. But like, that's a, I, I, I view that as a different thing. But if you okay. look at the things that some men will do to themselves uh, in the pursuit of, you know, concourse. Sexual, like conquest. No, I think I think concourse and inter intersect. It's like intercourse, but it's like a concourse, like you're moving between, like an airport, right? You're okay. Going from place to place. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, they're not like he's not like staying there. He's tr he's arriving and then departing. It's like an airport, man. I don't. It's probably not a good one. <laughs> okay, I'm not I'm not following this analogy. Yeah, okay. Did so, you so, do you have so miles you, to upgrade? You meet. You get on the moving walkway. Walkway, right, right. It's all very routine and, sure. and, and slow, and it's the same pace. You stop. You stop by the Hudson News to get, a, get the beanbag pillow. You get the you Cinnabon. Sure, you gotta get a Cinnabon. You gotta get a Cinnabon. You're in the airport. I mean, I mean, they smell great, but they taste like nothing. You get you get a bottle of water to wet your whistle. It's like six bucks. You get a you get a six dollar bottle of water to wet your whistle because you know it's just so dry in the airport. <laughs> And by the end, <laughs> your bags feel extra heavy because you've been carrying them for so long. And then when you get that Cinnabon, you should, you, you're just like, you're so tired, you just end up getting a whole lot of extra cream sauce. I don't know what that shit's called. It's icing, icing. <laughs> that metaphor, that was, that was a stolen Louis C.K. bit at the end there, but it's still uh, not good. <laughs> <laughs> I, th I think you're free to steal from him now. That wasn't funny, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> There's a lot of things that a lot of men will do to self-harm right. in order to like pursue women and sex right. with them. And I think that this is just another one of those examples of that. And it seems like that's how she's using Vila's, is to just, like, talk about that and be like, isn't this stupid? <laughs> hey, boys, take a look at this. Don't be Ron here. Don't embarrass yourself because you're not thinking straight. Right. Like, think it through. Uh but then again, you have someone like Neville who gets shot down, uh, but Does it doesn't doesn't impede right him. Back. Yeah, he just is like, okay, uh, I also like you. You're very nice to me also. Would you like to go to the dance? I'm no Dr. Ruth. I don't know anything about this stuff. No. Did she ever really, though? I feel like that woman had a lot less sex than she claimed. I bet she was smoking. She's like a tiny person, wasn't she? She was like a... Tiny people get horny? Yeah. <laughs> just feels like that's... You have a limited window, a shallow pool, if you will, if you're... <laughs> this podcast is weird. <laughs> it's a weird ass. This is a weird podcast. Well, that was Death Readers. <laughs> I don't have any other notes. Uh, I don't either. I don't... Uh, I less. Yeah, I don't, I don't even have anything to try to... Come back from that? Nope, nothing. It's just, I feel gross. Um, uh... Check out our Patreon for extra content. <laughs> Where we talked about fun stuff for like an hour, and then this episode was like twenty minutes. <laughs> I feel like that's about about where that's at. Yeah. Yep, it'll be there. <laughs> if you if you want to hear what we really talked about this episode, check out Patreon. Oh. Uh, no, not that stuff. Oh. The, the, okay. the stuff in the beginning, the forty five yeah, no, minutes in the beginning that was good. Well, it was good. Well, just talking about movies. Yeah, just talking movies. Maybe maybe people would be interested in that. Who knows? I don't feel like it was completely garbage content. It just wasn't Harry Potter related. Yeah. Anyway, that was. I don't know. I don't, do you have any other... I, I liked that last chapter. I think I liked that chapter because it was, like, again, one of those things where you have a kid moment. Yeah. Of these, like, she she taps into a thing that all... that's sort of a, you know, ubiquitous kid experience. 
struggle with asking people out or like that that, that in just that social out. That explains a lot. Yeah, it really does. So yeah, I never really had that. Have you, did you so you never you did you ever ask anybody out and then them say no? Did you never have that yeah, experience? Yeah, I was never rejected. Wow, interesting. <laughs> I also, that explains a lot. I also never asked anyone out, period. Full but stop. you but you also, you know, like how so did you always get asked out or how yeah. did you have Oh, okay. Yeah. Look at you. Well, Mr. never been rejected, always been approached. I was eventually often rejected. I was just never rejected from the asking. Oh, well, that's not the, that, that's different. Oh, okay. Excuse me, Mr. Rejected worldly. from other things and being like, and, and I mean, not being in relationships with somebody is different. No, I meant like, I never asked anyone out, but I was also the one broken up with. Oh, yes. Okay. Yeah. Understood. Um, yeah. Uh, still, though, like, pretty proud of yourself, aren't you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I never lowered myself to, to your level. To asking for, for affection. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it, it sounds worse. I don't like that. Uh, that's. Uh, uh, oh man, I really hope that at some point I am like I have your, your power of attorney and. That... <laughs> The grossest joke I've ever had. <laughs> Excuse me. Do you want to tell? No, I'm good. Okay. Oh. I hope that at some point I have your power of attorney <laughs> so I can put on your tombstone the quote, I never lowered myself to asking for affection. <sighs> Parenthetical, spit take. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry because that looked really gross. I'm sure it looked. You look. You looked like. You looked like uh, Doctor Jekyll turning into Mister Hyde. Because <laughs> you're just speaking so mundanely, I'm like, oh, this will make a good point. Whatever he's about to say, and I had no idea it was going to be that. And I'm like, oh shit, that was funny. I can do this, <laughs> and I start swelling. Like I can't. <sighs> I mean, I just shouldn't give you water when we do this. <laughs> you really shouldn't. I am clearly a child. It's just, you can't handle water. No. Okay. So that was Death I Readers. I think that was Death Readers. So, um, <laughs> yeah, that was Death Readers episode 26. Um, I'm Doug. I'm Rob. Thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed this podcast, please rate and review on Apple Podcasts and follow us on Podbean. These reviews might seem silly, but they actually help us out a lot. Check us out on Twitter, at RealDeathReader. If you want more Death Readers content, there's more available by joining Death Readers Patreon at www.patreon.com slash deathreaders. If you hate us and want to tell us how terrible we are, please send all hate mail comments to our Reddit account, you slash deathreaders. Feel like 26. Yep, 26. I said it first, so I win. You said you feel like I confirmed. I said the words 26, I win. Wow. Welcome to Death Readers. I'm Doug. I am Rob. <laughs> oh my God. What? <laughs> Same energy you had. <clears throat> I had a little bit of a, a, a frog in my throat. Hey. What? Welcome to Death Readers. Nope. It's not, that's, why would I do it like that? Episode 26. I'm not trying to seduce myself. <laughs>
in a jazz lounge. <laughs> no. Continue. I have no idea what's happening. Keep touching your nose. Like that? Yeah. I got I got self-conscious. I thought that there was like I thought I might have something I rubbed something off on so my So now you'll look at my nose and you'll see the word no. That doesn't say no, Rob. <laughs> yeah, it it looks like insane scribbles. <laughs> it looks like insane scribbles. <laughs> well. <laughs> you look like Jared Leto's Joker. <laughs> I don't want to look like Jared Leto's Damaged. Mr. J. There. I'll I'm a sad boy. I don't know what the fuck his face said, but it was all garbage. All right, so. <laughs> Back to the show. Um, to be fair, I didn't derail that one. You did. <laughs> you chose. I chose to acknowledge, hey, Rob started writing on his nose with a ballpoint pen. That's not normal. I wonder if he's had a nervous breakdown. Should I inquire about that or await my fatal shooting? <laughs> We'd never use a gun. <laughs> We'd never use a gun in the best defense. Anyway, what's your first page number? <laughs> You're freaking me out, man. I thought you were going to do like I a, refuse to believe we're you. We're back, some of us, with fewer grandfathers, but. Ah, nope. <laughs> we're going to say that. that. Was, no. Do you want to say that? No. That seems like a apparently rude and callous thing mm -hmm. to say. It's Not a, rude. It's, uh, uh, it's a grandparently. <laughs> <laughs> So beautifully stupid. The majesty of the stupidity of that joke.